Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Breakfast with Gary and Tim. Only a couple of mentions about the uh, Collingwood jumper, so I'm thinking, anyway, from our little litmus test that we've just done there, that uh, any Collingwood fans that are listening to us, there's a couple that are up in arms, but not certainly no... Massive outpouring of frustration. When when talking about just how Jake's Sammy just told us Jake String is not going to play in round one and he's injured. Is, do, is he? Do we body shame like with with the? Mm. Is he body shamed because he's look he looks big like his his thighs are big. He doesn't look like he's top of the ground. If he was going around, <clears throat> if he was parading mm. before a race, a horse race, he, we wouldn't say that he's in in great nick. Let's have a listen to Kane Corns and Matthew Lloyd speak about this. And, and Lordo, they've said that they're probably not in the finals mix. So I don't know why there's nothing to gain by setting a harder standard at Destin. Couldn't agree more with Kane that now's the time to do it because every other player will be sitting back. There might be the 17-year-old or the 18-year-old sitting back going, OK, okay Tipper's got a game this week. Get his... He's done every session. Tipper has done every session. But that, to me, doesn't look like an AFL match. It's a road player. back from now. You'll take some time, Tipper. So I haven't obviously seen that, but did they talk about the body part of it, the body element? They did talk about it and and not having. So yeah, you call it body shaming. Well, but see, this is the thing. We, oh, oh, this, you just can't get my head around it because we're we're talking about the professional athlete. I'm not talking about the person behind it, and mm. the person needs respect. But we're talking about professional athletes. We're talking about professional standards and expectations. I think we're allowed to have an opinion. On whether you are, uh, as as a sports commentary, as viewers of the of the game, you're allowed to have an opinion on whether you think that they're up and ready to go oh, no. to, to execute their, Sorry, their skills. I, I, yeah, I thought you were going to go right. the other way. No, I agree. 100% I agree with you. You played with a bloke who was a great player but never looked like the svelte athlete that others look like. Who are we go- Who's this? Dane Swan. Yeah. So did you ever think that Dane Swan wasn't – Fit enough, or well, he was he bodily fat shamed for a period, wasn't he? And he, like, he kicked that, kicked his fourth yeah, and goal, and then he won an another Anzac, Brownlow. Yeah, kicked a fourth goal in an Anzac Day game and tapped his tummy. Yeah. But that's the difference. You, you can look like that mm. as long as you perform. Perform and and underneath, and he did. yeah. But Jake Stringer, when he's out there, he but, has. Yeah, but that's the point. He's still it? a match winner though, and that. But the point is. People come in different shapes and sizes. Not I'm not the, nowhere near the same level, though. Let's let's make that clear. Well, he he looks he looks like he is carrying a couple of extra. Yeah, kilos. but if Jake played consistently like Dane did, week in week out, at a level that won him a Brownlow medal and nearly one two, of the most consistent players played. Then the there wouldn't be. A, then we'd say, oh yeah, Jake Stringer doesn't look like a footballer. He plays a different position though. Like he doesn't play in the midfield. He like has Dane. to. Because he can't cover the territory. Well, he's no, but he's never ever been a midfielder. I don't think he was a midfielder no, when he got recruited. Point. Okay, he fair wasn't point. a midfielder. That's the way he's played. Now, I don't know. I don't. I think you got to. You also got to look at. Um, and I've, I'm not. I'm not sticking up for him. But you got to look at sort of his his issues that he has with injury. Are they related to? His body know. type, or are they related to the fact that he doesn't do enough work to get himself to the point where he can go out there and do the well, training? You've, you've been, you've, you were involved in a, in teams for long enough. 
injuries seem to come to the players that don't prepare well. 100%. And, and, and then we think that they've yeah, been hobbled by injury. Mm. But ultimately, and the individual yeah. themselves is the one that knows this more than anyone else eventually. Yep. Have I done the work? If mm. I've done the work, I'll get rewarded. And there's very few that do the work that don't get rewarded. That's so, right. So performance. What comes first? Performance, the level of performance and the consistency of being able to present week after week are the two things that will get all the people off your yep. back. But I can remember the conversation we had before last season. I said to you, I'm already hearing that Jake Stringer isn't able to do all the training because he's got a groin, right? So yeah. this is going, this is not this season, it's the season before. So then it troubled him all last season, right? So they weren't able to put him through normal training because they were sort of, he was, he was getting to the game and he was playing, he wasn't playing that type of thing. But this has been an ongoing issue. But my point goes back to the point, but goes back to this. Did he, what, 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 yeah, what's the contributing yeah. factor? The fact that he's mm. never, ever been a 100% preparer yep. or the fact that he's had an injury, which has meant that he hasn't been able to prepare. Well, you, mean, you mentioned Dane Swan. No, we would not want our young guys to go anywhere near Swanee and see him as a um, role model of how to prepare because he was unique, absolutely unique. Mm. He did it his way. He worked bloody hard when it was time to work, and his training standards were, were generally pretty good. His warm-ups, no, no. Right. He would, he would hardly um, raise a trot. But he would actually train really well. But you wouldn't want him – you wouldn't want a young player following his footsteps. And the ones that did, they come a cropper because it was just a unique – structure that worked for that, that guy, not something you'd recommend, not the level of professionalism that you would recommend to any young player coming through. Hey, we've got a lot of messages coming through about um, Caroline Wilson on, on Alistair Clarkson. We, I haven't been able to watch, as I said, so we've got the audio now. Let's have a listen. But nothing excuses that tripe so we just heard a with Channel 7. What was unjust and untoward by a reporter doing her job. And why apologise if you're going to come out and say that a few days later? It was frankly pathetic. I understand that was his interview with Huey Wisp. Yes, but that was him saying what he felt wasn't anything to do with uh, what I said to him or the question I asked him. I just asked him whether or not it was something that he needed to consider and how he went about his business, and that's when he responded with saying that um, that's the way he is and, he and it may again. happen again. Yeah. Mm. And he's not going to. He he said it may happen again because he doesn't know if he can change his ways, and which we've spoken about here previously. He's probably going to have to. He might have, he might be late to the party, but he may have to change his ways in some respects. Yep, and he may need to be helped to change his way. He may need somebody to sit in and you know tug his coat from time to time and just say, "Hang on a minute." I would suspect that over the period of time he was with Hawthorne and Chris Fagan was there, and also. Um, um, Graham Wright. Graham Wright and the CEO now up at uh, the Gold Coast Suns. Swanee. And Mark Evans. Oh, Mark, Mark Evans. Evans. I'm sure that they, you know, tug his coat from time to time. It's, it's um, yeah, Frank Panisi at the Melbourne Storm to Craig Bellamy, who's a fiery type, but Craig, and Frank Panisi is just a steady, consistent, mm. you know, thoughtful, um, underhanded guy. Well, not underhanded, but um, influenced, understated, understated yeah. Yeah, under the surface. And I reckon... Yeah, it's important when you've got a fiery emotional type to have that. And I don't know, yeah, Bevo seems to me like he's a fiery one. I don't know, Meet Baines may play that role in mm. some shape or form. But 
that um, that one from Clarko, it's just that's just and free ammunition. It's a free hit for Caro, isn't it? Well, a lot of the messages coming through here are saying that um, Caro's bashing him. North Melbourne's back in full swing. I don't know whether that's the case, but um, there it is. First show, and away she goes. That's going to be interesting. Hey, who was your? Did you have someone when you were coaching who would pull? Who could pull your coat and say, "Hey, you've been an idiot or a peanut," or you know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Barmy was a beauty, and that's right. half the reason yep. you know, I, I wanted to work with Barmy, and that probably didn't go as long um, as I would have liked. But um, and Jeff Walsh is the other guy, just uh, two fantastic footy people with great experience that uh, eventually become you know, great influences on anyone that they're around. News headlines. Uh, thank you, Nick, for the inquiry. I'm sorry. I apologise for coughing. I've got a, a bit of a chest cough. So I'm Fisherman's sorry. friends. Well, I'm... Um, it, you can push the dump button, but people are hearing it, apparently. So I'm very happy. Excuse me. Bucks and I have been taking in turns of rubbing deep heat into uh, his chest during the breaks. And I've got to say, it doesn't penetrate the um, the chest here, does it? Vic, at all. Vic's vapour up. <laughs> Scotty's in Killer Downs. Uh, been waiting for a while, Scotty. Yeah, welcome. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we going? Good, thanks. Not too bad. That's good. About this DRS um, business and the um, chest and that. The thing that really gets me is when the um, a spinner can bowl a ball and it's outside the line and they get an LBW, okay, that's fine. But can you imagine if um, we chain one ball and those balls nowadays? You wouldn't get one LB in history. They got rid of it outside the line business. Do you think they've got to get rid of what, pitching outside leg stump or getting hit outside the line of off stump? You think they're going to be put away, do you? That's okay. Right. Fair I enough. Need to get rid of it. All right, Scotty. Scotty yeah. thinks that, that um, I don't think that's DRS. That's more of one of the laws and rules mm. of, of the game. He wants to where it pitches, where it pitches, or where you get struck. If you get struck outside the line of off stump yeah. playing a shot, you can't be out. As opposed to you know, he's saying that Warney could spin the ball that far that he could pitch outside the pitch and still hit the wickets. He but could. I'm pretty happy with the rules as okay. they stand. Okay. Oh, thanks for your contribution. Oh, no, You're the cricket, man. I'm let, not allowed to talk about let me cricket. You've told me that many times. We'll, we'll cricket we'll cricket and, is my domain. Try and cover off some of these teams that we haven't spoken about uh, before 9 o'clock. So just a, a quick thought on these as we roll through them. The Adelaide Crows. Love their intensity. I reckon they're underrated. They'll be hard, um, a hard beat. They're on the up. I'm yeah. not buying completely into them yet about a top eight side, but they're on the improve. I'm not sure that they've got a midfield capable of carrying them deep into the eight. No. And led with a, with a broken leg. Mm. Doesn't help. Jace, Jake Saligo, player of the future. Yeah, yeah, can you really come on this next 12 months? That's what I like. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the Crows. I like what they're doing over there. Brisbane, are you, um, are you buying? Do you think they can go one step further and at least make a grand final? Yeah, I do. I think they've recruited uh, as well, if not better than any side in the competition in terms of the quality they've added and the needs that they've addressed. I think Dunkley makes... Neil's job will make Neil even better, which is saying something. And I think Gunston will make their forward line function better. It's it's their back six and getting them healthy. Grand final challenge. Yep. Grand final. Uh, top four. They're in the mix. Top yeah. four. Carlton, who uh, are on Thursday night. I'm a believer. I'm a believer in Carlton. I know they've been a little bit scratchy apparently in the off season, but why are you the believer though? Because I'm a forward lover, and you got to kick them to win them, and they've got. Two of the right, well, two two common medalists, yep. at minimum in that side. Right, they've got a midfield that's capable of giving them a look. Sam Walsh is obviously clearly important. I mm. think their back lines is solid enough. Is We've Stewart got, back playing it or not? George Stewart will be back, as I understand. He spoke to Pipe yesterday. Very important player. So I like the. I think they'll play finals, and I I don't think you'd want to play them in the finals. 
I think their best is very good, and I think that they they'll miss Sam Walsh because their transition is uh, an improvement area. Um, was watch watch this space. I I just reckon finals or not. I have them just outside. Outside? Yeah, I've got them outside Outside? Too. Knocking on the door. All right, hold that thought. We'll get where, 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 where do you finish? WTF? Where do they finish? In the eight for me. Uh, yeah, so. I haven't. Can they sixth. Yeah, so they, they're not a top four side. <laughs> no, but they might be by the end of the year. You know, I don't he will, do. He will give you. So we're only three spots away. He will give you his top four after round 23. <laughs> Breakfast with Gary and Tim. Right, just working through these teams before this mm. gets underway. I like to get it on the record so we can revisit it. Uh, Toyota Call of the Year back the improved Hilux Rogue Wide. It's all a tougher. Visit your local Toyota dealer. We'll be giving. We'll, we'll talk about Rory Lead in a minute. Hang on. The caller of the week last week was Rob from Strathmore, an excited Richmond fan. Says Shea Bolton set for a massive year. Five thousand Adelaide Crows supporters have rung in in the last it, ten minutes. Well, uh, one hundred thousand Super Coaches have rang in. What and happened? He's one of the What's he's one of on? the most prevalent sort of. 30% of teams he's in. So it wasn't Rory Laird that had a broken leg. It was Matt Crouch. This is how I got sucked in. I saw the front, the headline and a photo on Twitter from uh, Superfooty and Rory Laird was front and centre. Matt Crouch was in the back right-hand corner of the photo. Oh, no. I text, oh. I text Scott Burns, coach at Adelaide, said, is it just is it the tibia or is it the fibula? Is it the little one? He goes, it'll be a couple of weeks. He's thinking about Matt, Cr- Matt Crouch. I'm thinking oh, about no. Rory Laird. Fuck. Rory Laird is okay oh, no. for super coaches out there. No really way. I, uh, if you want to be – Tip for young kids. If you want to call in too, you can uh, win uh, $200 worth of Boosier vouchers and – Boating, uh, camping, fishing. That's right. Number one for outdoor Easter fun. And also 18 holes of golf for you and a mate with a car. You get 18 holes of golf for two plus two drinks. Cart midweek for just 99 bucks. You can visit clubmandalay.com.au. Pie sliding, sliding or elevating or staying the same? I can't see them sliding. The only thing I would say about that is they won a lot, a lot, a lot of close games last year so with a touch of luck. Bucks, where have you gone? I don't, I don't think they win uh, 15 games this year, but I, I, I still think they're a. Their best is going to be very good and they'll be a finalist. Bottom. Are they a better? Sorry, are they a better team with the inclusions though? We'll find out, won't we? No, but do you think they will be? Uh, I think I think McStay helps the aerial mix in the front half, which actually helps the ground level uh, capacity because of the consistency of the aerial. Will it be work. to the detriment of my check though? Him being no, in the front. I think it actually. They can play well together. Well, he's been he's played as a key his entire career as as a key back for nine years before coming into AFL and then move forward, but he is he's six foot two. He's just he just plays big and he's and he's a workhorse. He could play as a third tall forward. He would play as a third tall forward in a traditional structure, mm-hmm. um, but he's just been exceptional. But I think he'll be better um, with McStay in the side. Bombers, um, bombers for me. I can't see anything yet. Like I can't see a change in like there's only well, been, only been practice. Uh, well, I'm about to say that there's only oh, been two yeah. games, well, but in other off. no, but in other teams I've seen a change, right but I haven't seen the change in them. Bottom so, four. Um, I'm saying bottom six. Bucks. Yeah, I've got bottom four. I, I fear for Essendon. I think yeah, Brad Scott's probably realised how much work there is to do, and it's not going to be a quick fix, I don't reckon. There are some behaviours and patterns of behaviours and established behaviours of players that are going to have to be modified and changed, and that doesn't happen quickly. Dockers uh, played finals last year. were very, very competitive through the season. I think Luke Jackson will help them. I think Sean Darcy's a... 
a gun. What, what will Jackson bring in the short term I think I th- that Lobb hadn't provided? Well, I don't think Lobb – Lobb had a really good back half of the year when Fremantle, incidentally, weren't playing great, efficient As team a goal footy. kicker, mainly. Yeah, yes. But I think Luke Jackson will still give a little bit going forward as well. Uh, I just I, – Brayshaw, Sarong, um, Brody, the guys at ground level are going to benefit from – Having not just so when it's not Darcy going there, if Lob went into the ruck, I still reckon he's a legitimate second ruckman. Whereas if you bring Jackson in, you're always going to have a number one ruckman um, that's going to be guiding that midfield and giving them some supply, aerial power, and I think that'll help them. Will Fife be a success as a forward? Yeah, but but he, but he's not going to be. He's not going to kick. 40 or 50, I don't think. I, th- I just think he's going to win contests in the front half. And as many players as you can get in your side that do that, the better. Uh, Cats, uh, we all can think are contending, Very I would good. imagine. The Gold Coast Suns? Uh, I think they're, oh, this is a real uh, challenge year for them. It's, <laughs> it's a challenge an interesting year, year isn't it? I, I think they did, if it's now or never, as far as I'm concerned, for Stewie Joe, I reckon it's now or never. And, and the... And the program that they've put together, they, they've got enough talent. It's just Max a King matter of finding huge. a way. Max Kingback is huge. Ben? Yeah, and Ben. Yeah. <laughs> ben, ben Kingback is huge. Yeah. I yeah. haven't got him in the eight, but. No, neither have I. Sort of knocking around. A bit like the Giants knocking around. Giants, I reckon, I reckon they'll be a big uh, overs. Big overs. To, only six wins last yeah. year, and be, I think that was massive. Unders, they won- I think they could win 10, 12. The Suns won 10 games last year. Yeah, no, they were contending. For, yeah. It was it was a it was a, a a step forward for them in their journey, wasn't it? Yeah, but, they don't yeah. have to go that much more forward though, and they find themselves in the final. No, so that's a good point. Have you got them in? Uh no, no. Hawks. No. no, bottom four, but I just so young, so so mm. inexperienced, and um, but but you were talking about North Melbourne and what you what you think you're going to get like early games, early mm. performances, and then drop away. Hawthorns, some of their best. Um, performances were actually pretty good, yeah. and but they couldn't put a uh, very difficult to put a four quarter performance together. I think we're going to see that for another twelve months at least. They're going to be a dangerous side to play against at different stages of the year, particularly I think early in the season. Hawthorne, I think there's a lot to like. Even the, the preseason game, they got knocked off. They got knocked off um, their momentum and their feet early in that game against Geelong, and they didn't really. Oh, Geelong. Yeah, but then the next week they. Played against Geelong, uh, Collingwood, and yeah. I thought they, they were, were much they better. Were really disappointed with their Geelong performance. Yeah, no, they, and they were yeah. disappointing. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, young players, great team playing against first up, that type of thing, it can bang your confidence around. But they bounced back the following week against Collingwood, so they're going to be well, a uh, bouncy, athletic, aggressively attacking type of team to play against. I think the Demons are all. Con- I think we all think they're contending. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. no argument. Yep. No. Kangaroos, we've spoken about a fair bit. We know where they're at. Port, Ad- yep. Port Adelaide are interesting. Oh, I think they are the most fascinating watch of this season, Bucks, Port Adelaide. I, I what agree. What part of last year do we believe in most? They got off to a horrendous start, but then there were times when I thought, you know, they really were and should have been a top eight side by the end of the year. They didn't make it. But then in the preseason, we're looking at what they've done so far, and you're thinking, oh, hang on a minute. Um, it doesn't look like they've bubbled up at all in the early part. Got Brisbane, Collingwood. Adelaide, Sydney, Western Bulldogs, first five weeks. And that's a tough start. Is. That's a well, really every tough game's start. tough, isn't it, at the minute? But it's tough for them. And they, went, and they went zero and five in the first round, yeah. first mm. Um, mm. five rounds last year. They I, do I, play Brisbane at home in the first game, though. So that gives them some advantage, you would say. I, I 
don't think um, Horn Francis will come on as quickly as people think. I think he's going to be a, a, a slower burn. Um, Butters, Rosie, great players. Houston, I think, is an underrated player if he gets the midfielder off halfback. Um, Marshall with a full season and, and showed his bona fides last year. They've got plenty of attributes. It's just a matter mm. of pulling them all together. And a Rioli up forward as well. Yeah, Butters oh, and Rosie, it's, it's interesting. I don't have him as great play. Rosie closer than Butters. Um, that, that's where the improvement comes for me. If they can be great players, that'll help drive them in mm. the manner that you think about the you know, teams have won in recent times. They need to go to mm. yep. sort of Petrarca, Oliver levels, if that's where you want them to get to. And they look like, they actually look like they've got <laughs> that elite talent to be the, better than just very good midfielders. I'm interested in what you say about Horn Francis, though. Are you just saying, okay, just. Let's just pause a little bit. He's still a second-year player. It's yeah. going to take a bit longer. Well, I just think that, that even handling the focus and intense scrutiny is is a challenge, and it's something that very few players can handle in the early stages of their career. Very few are exposed to it in the early stages of the career. But he's, the focus that's been on him has, has been... Yeah, blistering. blistering. So I think that I don't think it's going to get any better, and but his capacity is going to improve incrementally. But it's not going to go from you know one to a hundred in in uh, one season. Stop me because I want to get to this one particular team: Richmond, St Kilda, Sydney, and the Western Bulldogs. I would imagine we're all pretty much there. I don't think there's going to be too much argument yeah. on any of them. Richmond are interesting. Richmond, yes. yeah, we've spoken about them mm-hmm. this morning. Yes. The Saints with new coach and injuries are going to be you know doing what they do. Yep. The West Coast Eagles are yeah. the one I want to have a chat with, and we've only got a couple of minutes. They had a two-game season last year. A yes. two-game winning – I had a two-game winning – we had a two-game winning season in Melbourne. As a result of that, we were going to merge. We were going to yeah. fold. We were going to relocate. We are going to have coaches sacked. Have we let them off the hook? Well, I would assume that they haven't been let off the hook over in Perth. I, I would – you'd have to assume, but it is the quietest <laughs> and games. most and most – the nicest two-game season that I've ever witnessed from a big ga- uh, big club. And West Coast are one of the biggest clubs in the competition. And it just seems like they've just moved through that and passed that without but, any real... But is your expectation that they will improve s- slightly, greatly, not at all? Like Well, if, if you do a... A deep dive in their list. The top ten look really good, mm. and then there's there's a lot of guys, a lot of spots there that need to be filled, and not just with young players, but with guys that we don't, I don't recognise. We're going to run out of time. How many wins will satisfy you from a West Coast quickly? Uh six, eight. Yeah, I want I'd want eight from the West Coast Eagles.